Sorry to disappoint you. So what was your expectation? Nah, I'm just an everyday dude. Oh, you expected perfection? This is what Christianity is supposed to be like. I make mistakes. Like, lots of mistakes. I'm just trying to do the best that I can do. I guess I'm just imperfectly human. Welcome! Welcome, welcome, welcome to 2021 with Imperfectly Human. Welcome to a new episode, a new year. And we are your hosts, Mr. Daly and... That's Jazz. Here we go. We're ready for 2021. We want to wish everyone a happy new year. Um, We'll see that Terrence and I came onto this video excited because... We already been podding before we press before we started recording. So. Yeah, we already talking good, so yeah, look, just, just come on and listen to it. Yeah, so it's been it's been two weeks since we last. Uh, yeah, yeah, hit, been two weeks. hit you hit you with a little something something. So um, yeah, we we definitely missed missed recording, but the break was needed. We both needed the reinvigoration rest we both needed that um opportunity to recharge mm-hmm. um terence and i are both introverts so yes. for us to recharge our batteries we kind of need to disconnect from everything and everyone yeah so yeah. that process of us stepping away for a couple of weeks was it was definitely needed. So, yeah. So, with that said, though, with that said, though, um, I know I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I know Terrence is feeling good. We're hoping that you guys are feeling good. Terrence and I have just been talking about um, expectations for 2021, learning to continuing, not learning, continuing to be expectant in 2021. Um, expecting God to do bigger and better things in 2021, not giving up on our dreams for our purpose, our plans, our hopes, um, everything we're trying to achieve. We're, we're just trusting it and believing in God for, and that God is going to um, just continue to manifest in all our situations. We, we've had some interesting experiences while we were off, uh, Terrence yeah. and I both signed up to Clubhouse. <laughs> it, yeah, and it, it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. <laughs> it, it felt like high school. It felt like high school. That's what I'm was. telling you, man. I was like, oh, these people, these people done messed up. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it I wasn't was. I, I mean, some I, people that had better, better, uh, you know, experiences but the, the ones that we kind of had it just wasn't yeah yeah I'm like you can't even don't get me wrong there are rooms on Clubhouse that talk about some of the stuff that you know we t- we would enjoy talking about mm-hmm. um generally you'd be lucky to be to participate in a conversation there's no way to kind of drop a comment or anything like that so sometimes all you're doing is just listening in you can't really add value so it doesn't really 
it doesn't really facilitate what the app says it does. It doesn't do what it says on the tin because it says it's about facilitating conversation. Well, it's only facilitating conversation between a limited number of people. And I guess they can't have endless numbers of people speaking, but then maybe they, you know, maybe you limit the size of the rooms or whatever. Something is amiss on the app for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think it's just the people that's on there, uh, you know, it's like celebrities and all that kind of stuff and mixing. And I think it, I think it's just because they don't have a, a they just kind of opening it up. And I think once they do like the trial and error, then they'll know who they pitching it to. Yeah. But right now, it just kind of, yeah, it's kind of like free fall. <laughs> I was just, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's a free for all, man. It's just, it, yeah, it's, just it's, it's a free for all right now. It's the Royal Rumble up in there. <laughs> yeah, they're coming off the top rope. They're coming. <laughs> so, so I'm literally yeah yeah man i was like some of the conversations in there i was like nah this is uh you know i heard uh, there's that thing i like a bit of righteous i like a bit of ratchet but that was all the way ratchet for me i was like nah i'm, I'm not here for this. yeah i'm not here for this you know i might give i might give you a little bit of ratchetness but yeah. um i give you like 98% righteousness and 2% ratchet. <laughs> I mean, just get a little taste. A little taste of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, let you, I let you know. I'm so, I, I was from the hood. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's all right. It's, like, it's all right. Look, God's still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what are we talking about today? We, um, the, the, the promised land. Entering yeah. the Land. So, um, oh, before we get into that, shout out to our listeners on Transistor, Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, um, wherever, man, wherever you're listening to, shout out to everyone that's watching us on YouTube. Um, yo, there's a new layout to the video with Terrence, Terrence picture up here. Like we, we all over the place, but yeah, we working with it, whatever. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we just want to shout everyone out. We're gonna keep the con. You know, our goal is to keep the conversation focused. So you know, our episodes might start being a little bit shorter than they used to be. Um, we're going to go with the flow of the conversation. Um, but you know, for us, we want to distill it down and make sure that, that people are getting the essence, um, of what this is about. Um, where the, the goal remains the same and perfectly human is about, this is not just Sunday Christian. This is your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, um, Sunday, you, you know, you you guys already have, you got Sunday covered because that's when everybody turn up to church. But we're talking about how do you bring the church to, um, or how do you bring the church? How do you bring Christ to Monday? Saturday? Don't just think about Christ on Sunday, bring Christ to Monday through to Saturday, because sometimes that's where we, that's where we drop in the ball. So how, how do we, how do we do that? 
So uh, the uh, the episode for today, entering the promised land, and this was we thought this was a fitting way to start the new year. Um, because we 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 every everyone was was dying to get out of twenty twenty. They were like, oh 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 man, I'm I'm glad twenty twenty gone. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, so I, I got a couple of thoughts about, about the, and so I, while you were talking, I was trying to flip through either my, my journal or my phone because I wrote some stuff down and I can't find it, but um, but it was looking at the promise of my hand and just like you were saying, people saying that they were ready for 2020 to leave, but it's certain things in 2020 that we don't want to bring into this year. And there's certain things about, just like you said, the promised land uh, that you shouldn't bring into the land that God is leading you into. Right. Uh, and one thing, one thing I think that's important for people, and I think, you know, we definitely in that aspect too is when God promises you the promised land, and you haven't got there yet, the like the frustration, but also <clears throat> kind of like the impatience of, Lord, when I'm gonna get there? Like, you promised me the promised land, you showed me different visions of it, you said that it's mine, but when I'm gonna get there, Lord? <laughs> like, when don't we have to step foot into it? But I think the better question is, well, what what do I still have that God won't allow into the promised land that I still right. carry? And I think, yeah, and I think that's the question that we have to ask ourselves. Because I think if we ask that question, we'll get our own answer of why we haven't got there yet. Right. Right, so, right. Yeah, so, so you, yeah. you, you're talking about a shift of perspective right from the beginning because right now, the people are focused on, I want to get into the promised land. They're not asking the question, why, why haven't I got, what am I doing that's stopping me from getting into the promised land? Why, what am I doing that's holding me back from the promised land? Because when we look at the children of Israel, when they were heading to the promised land, they spent 40 years in the wilderness. God didn't plan for them to be in the wilderness 40 years. But because they were disobedient, because they refuse to let go of idolatry, because they refuse to let go of their carnal behavior and, and all the things that they picked up whilst living in the, in the land of Egypt, they couldn't move forward into the promised land. So God made them wander around in a circle for 40 years so that the men, and, and this, this is the important point, the, the, the Bible says God wanted the men of um, fighting age to die off. So all the men that were would have gone into battle, that would have gone been on the front lines, God wanted that whole generation gone. So what I took from that straight away was, even when we enter the promised land, there's going to be some fighting that's required. 
Because there was some, God was specific to say the men of fighting age. Uh-huh. So that that led me to, to understand that, okay, when they, and, and we saw it, when they got into the promised land, it wasn't like they walked in and everything was perfect and everything was, no, they had to fight and shift some people out of their land. They had to remove the people that were resident there, destroy and burn everything down so that God could rebuild how he saw fit. So when we step into our promised land, we're going to have to fight. But before we can even get to stepping into our promised land, we're going to have to get rid of some stuff. Otherwise, we may end up wandering around for 40 years and never seeing our promised land. That, that was one thing. The other thing I was going to point out um, was Abraham. Abraham, when God gave Abraham the promise, he sent Abraham out. He said, go and I'll go. I want you to get, get your stuff, get your nephew and go to this land that I will show you. Now, God allowed Abraham to enter Canaan. He entered the promised land in his lifetime. But God told him, this is the land. He, so he let him walk into it and then said to him, this is the land that I'm going to give to your, de- your descendants. So even though the promise was made to Abraham that, you know, I'm going to give this land, Abraham just got to taste it and then he had to leave. So one thing that we've got to be sure of when we're talking about the promised land is the promised land for you or are you the gateway to the promised land for someone else? Say that again. So is the promised land for you or are you the gateway to the promised land? The promised land might be for the future generation. The promised land might be for you might be the, the one to help them get there, but they are the ones that are going to reap the benefits. And that doesn't mean because the Bible tells us clearly Abraham was blessed. Abraham had wealth. Abraham, Abraham had an abundance in his life, not just wealth, but good health, all those things. He had the full because he stayed in the promise. He stayed in um, even, and, and that's not to say that Abraham did do wrong because we, we, we all know Abraham did some, Abraham and Sarah got, they, they got, they got nasty. <laughs> Yo, here's my handmaiden. <laughs> I, I want to say, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, you can hit my friend. You can hit my friend. <laughs> So yeah, it's like they 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 messed up they they messed up, but they were still blessed. And even the even the child that came out of the the messing up was blessed because Abraham was somehow he was still connected to God. So he reaped God. It's not like God showed him the promised land and then said, "Well, that's it. You ain't gonna. You know, I'm not blessing you. I'm saving all of that for your descendants." He was like, "No, no, no. You you gonna taste this? You gonna get a sample of this? But that land that I've promised, that's not for you. But I'm I'm gonna let you set foot in it, so you know what I'm talking about. You know that the land is real. You know that the land is good. You know that the land is full." of bountiful 
um, blessings. And the, it, as it says, it's a land of milk and honey. So that was, that, you know, that's, that's kind of what hit me. Yeah. No. So one thing I was reading and when I sent you my scriptures and stuff in Deuteronomy, one of the things that he was talking about in the six and seven chapter was about the covenant with, with God and the children of Israel. And when they got into the promised land, what was expected. So just like you were saying, we think about the promised land is like our place of rest. Our promised land is our place to work, but it's our place of work for God. Now, where he brought us from was training us to get into the promised land. Mm. But the promised land is not a resort. Like the promised land ain't you. It ain't Disneyland. Yeah, by the water and you got a drink in your hand and you watching the, the water go by. Like that's not what the promised land going to be. And I think that's how we uh, that's how we then forfeit our promised land because it's not what it doesn't look like the, the picture in our head. Mm-hmm. So when we get when we so some of us we may have gotten to our promised land, but we don't feel like it's our promised land because we still got a struggle or we still got things to fight. But yeah. most of what we fighting. And this one thing I was thinking about too, <clears throat> just, just like you were saying about, you know, sometimes you still like, you know, we got a little hood in us and all that kind of stuff. Yep, yeah. So it's always a battle between your old self and then who you are trying to become. And right. every time you get close to that next step, that old you manifest again. Yeah, and sometimes that's what God. That's why we get delayed because He's trying to kill that wilderness out of us. <clears throat> For one point, it worked. Like we had to have that mindset, but going into the Promised Land, we can't because we got to shift. Because what we were doing in the wilderness is not what we're going to be doing in the Promised Land. Right. Our role is going to be different. Our, our responsibilities are going to be different, but we have to then take the lessons from the wilderness to apply them in the promised land. Right. And so I think, and, and the other part too is when we think about the promised land, we feel that the, the struggling that we had to do, we can do whatever we want to do in the promised land. And that's not true. It's a covenant in the promised land that God has with you. Yeah. So it's work that He wants you to do in the promised land. It's not for you to just go wild like, "Oh, I'm finally to my, I'm gonna do what I want to do." And yeah, turn up. And like, nah, that's not that's not what it's gonna be. Yeah. And if you if you try to get there with that mindset, that's what's gonna take you longer. Because he was like, "No, nah, you yeah. can't come up from here." Like, yeah. I got I got to work that out in you because you're not ready yet. You, you still got this wilderness mindset. I need you to be focused when you get in here. As soon as you're you talking focus, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that. You're talking good. <laughs> as soon as you step foot in here, like all this, you got to be ready to fight. 
you gotta you gotta be able to fight what's coming your way. You gotta be able to fight what you got inside of you. You gotta be able to fight what's going on in your own mind about you and your situation. Yeah. So you gotta be prepared, and you got and you can't be distracted by what's going around, uh, going on around you, because you lose your focus, and then you're free. You know, that's what the wilderness was training you for. Like once you see that, you can react. You don't have to think. You gotta be able to react to this stuff when you get into the promised land. Cause it's it's been waiting on you. <laughs> yeah. You, you you giving me some alley oops right there. So um <laughs> so I was thinking about the wilderness. I was thinking about two I got two um what came to me while you were talking with two things. Okay. The person that actually entered the promised land mm-hmm. was Joshua. Right. And Joshua was um, with Moses in the wilderness, mm-hmm. he was that second generation. He was mm-hmm. that. Ne- he was the next leader that was coming up. So in that wilderness was where Joshua received all these training, as you said. Mm-hmm. His preparation did not happen in Egypt. His preparation happened in the wilderness, in isolation, in chaos in a land of uncertainty, in a land where they had to depend on God every day for what was coming next. Uh-huh. That's where he was trained. He was, it's like, it's like Bane said in, um, in the last Batman, he was like, I, I, I was, you know, you merely adopted the, the, the darkness. I was, I was formed in the darkness. I was born in the, and it's like that. He was born in the wilderness. He was a child of the wilderness. He's, that's all he ever knew. So all he ever knew was struggle. And that was God's preparation for his, for his purpose. But what, what was interesting was that um, in Joshua 1, so Joshua, I, I said Joshua 1 was the scripture I was going to focus on, but in Joshua 1, it says uh, in verse 6, to, so I'm going to read verse 6 to 9 And it says Be strong and courageous For you are the one who will lead these people To possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them Be strong and very courageous Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you Do not deviate from them Turning either to the right or the left Then you will be successful in everything you do Study this book of instruction continually Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And um, it made me think because you you basically said when we get to the wilderness, it's not going to be the it's not going to be the turn up that we're thinking it is. It's it's there's work to do, but in order for you to be successful, God is already He's already telling you that. Look, when you get into this land, heed all the instructions. Remember all your training. Remember everything that you have learned because this is it's now time to put it into practice. And if you want success in the promised land. You need to stick to the script. Like literally stick to the script, meditate on the script. And that's the bit that we don't do. 
So I got some on meditate, and this is something that I had. It was a couple weeks ago when I read it, because you know, a lot of people, a lot of Christian people, they don't like meditation because they think about meditation in the sense of you know, kind of like the the um, like Buddhist, Buddhist and all that yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah. But the, the the definition when I looked it up, so I pulled it up while you talk. Cause I like, okay, cool. So it's uh, to engage in thought or contemplation, reflect, uh, to consider as something to be done or affected, intend, intend or purpose. So, and they say like meditate on the word. So your meditation is your thought or contemplating about what you have read. So almost like a con- comprehension of it. So you can meditate like, like meditate throughout the day. You can have the scriptures on your mind throughout the day. And that gives you the connection to it. Most people read it, but they don't meditate on it and think about it throughout the day. Yeah. So that's how you arm yourself. And like just like we went back a while ago about the armor, putting on the whole armor of God, a lot of that armor is that meditation of those scriptures that deal with those different things that right. we got to go through each day. So that's part of the wilderness too, to learn what scripture you need to meditate on each day to prepare. So once you get into the promised land, those things that you meditate on, when they start coming at you, you got the scriptures for it. Because mm. that's how, you know, just like with Jesus, you know, when he was being tempted, you know, by the devil, he, it was the meditation of the scriptures that he fought. Yeah. Lost yeah. Because like, all right, you come to, coming at me with this, okay, that scripture, this scripture, that scripture, this scripture. And that's how we get defeated a lot is because we don't we read the word we don't meditate on it enough to then be able to apply it in our day-to-day life yeah and that's what it's for because you know some people they can yeah they can quote scripture and all that kind of stuff but they ain't not, they getting beat up every day the lord is my strength <laughs> Like somebody that like, like a boxer that work out, and you come out, and you be like this, and then round one, you get knocked out. Like, man, you, you train all day. What's going on? Like, why you get knocked out like this? Yeah, that, that's how people do. They like, we got professional Christians that they, they they just they read hard. Oh, I, I meditate on the word, and I study the word, and I, I got my commentaries and all uh, my all my books and, and studies. And, yeah. Hebrew and Greek and all that kind of stuff, but it got to be practical, uh, and that's what that's what real Christianity is. is, is practical. It's how yeah. can I apply it in my everyday life? And one of the things, so as you were talking, I was trying to pull up all this stuff. I wish I had it wrote down in my journal, but I put, I'll be putting more stuff in my phone. But this is one of my scriptures from. It was like New Year's Eve that I had read. And it was a it was Mark two and twenty two, and no one puts new wine in old wine skins. The mm. new wine bursts the wine skin. The wine is spilled and the wine skins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wine skin. Yeah. So a lot of people they always come up with New Year's resolutions of what they want to do and all that kind of stuff, but they doing it in old mindsets. 
So if you want to do anything different, your perspective on what you're doing had to change. Right. And you had to have a purpose for why you're doing it. So just like I said, David know about working out. He a person trained all that kind of stuff. So working out has less to do about you losing weight. It's about your mindset about what you're doing. 100%. <laughs> like, if you don't have the right mindset, you can work out all day long, but it's not going to give you any results. You right. look like the cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you can get results, but mean your mindset hasn't changed. So still your behavior in different areas won't change. Well, it's why people go, it's why people go backwards. So people, when I, when I started training, I had this really strict lifestyle of I'm only going to eat 1500 calories because at that point I was trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat 1500 calories and, and, and that's what I'm going to live on. Once I got to my target weight, that I, my mindset had to change because I didn't want to continue to lose weight. So my mindset became, I'm going to stabilize my weight, meaning I'm not going to gain any excess weight, but I'm not going to continue to lose weight. So I had to shift my focus. I had to pivot. I had to position myself differently and reassess the situation and attack it with a new mindset. Now, People ask me, well, how come you've never put back on the weight since that point? Because my mindset changed and my discipline, I, I realized that I required discipline. Have I ever pushed myself to the other point of, of getting, because the next stage was, oh, I'm going to get myself a six pack. Actually, that requires a different level of discipline mm-hmm. and a mindset that, um, not many, it's, it's a very few percentage of people that can actually achieve six packs because of the discipline required. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even going to front. I ain't, I, I ain't seen no six pack in 20 years. Apart, yeah. apart from a six pack of beer, I ain't seen no six pack in 20 years. So, you know, the yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, even me as a, as a qualified personal trainer, I achieved a six pack because I didn't have the discipline required. My discipline stopped at maintaining my weight at something that I believed was healthy and good for me. Um, and, and again, it, it comes, that's when we talk about mindsets, whatever you focus your mind on, you have to, you have to think about your end goal and, and align your mindset to your end goal. Because each end goal requires a different mindset. Yeah. See, you know. while, you, while you were talking, you gave me a whole new perspective of, you know, the scripture that talks about renewing your mind. So I, you know, I guess up until this point, I thought about renewing your mind is for like your negative thoughts and, or focus your thoughts on God. But really the renewing of your mind comes from every level of your journey, every next environment, you have to renew your mind. Right. Because whatever mind you had in the old environment, you can't take into this new environment. Right, right. So you got to, so that's where the renewing of your mind comes from. It's not necessarily, you got to keep, I mean, it is good to keep negativity out of your mind, but it's your mindset 
about where you were and then about where you're going. And who you are. Right. And then, so that's the other thing, too, because, and like I said, to be honest, that's kind of where I am in my transition now. It's I'm in a new environment, in a new place, and I came from a place that I had a lot of different attachments and different roles and all that kind mm. of stuff. And it's like, now I'm in this new place. Don't nobody know me. Uh, I'm trying to establish myself. And it's like, okay, well, who am I now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, right. And, and, and what what is the work for me in this phase? And it's, And that's been the thing. Is like what did that look like? Because what I did before it worked for that environment in that time, but I'm not in that environment and I'm not in that time anymore. So yeah. what does this next this new level of work look like? And sometimes that can be when you don't have definitive kind of frameworks about mm-hmm. what you will do or what you're supposed to do. Sometimes that can be frustrating because it's like Okay, I know it's stuff for me to do. I know things I can do, but I don't know what I should do <laughs> in this in this phase because it's a lot of stuff I could do, but it might not be what God wants me to do. And that discernment between the two. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it all the way funky for you right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a similar space, mm-hmm. and this whole po- this whole podcasting thing, this whole. Mm-hmm. journey this whole path mm-hmm. everything i'm doing everything i've got planned i did my vision board for 2021 me and my wife we sat down we did our vision board for 2021 everything is new to me everything requires me to be a new person it requires me to be someone that i've never been mm-hmm. um and my biggest thing is 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 fear i'm afraid that will people accept this version of me? Will I? Will am I capable of achieving the um, what I'm setting out to and what I want to do? Because it's a new space. Right. Um, you know, there are so many different fears layered on that, and that is where the need to renew my mind comes in. That hey, wait a minute, if. God is giving you the vision that he will be sure to complete it. It's not required of you to do it. You just need to take the steps. Mm-hmm. You are not the one that is going to make it come to life. You just have to have the faith to believe. And, um, and I'm going to connect some dots right now. So I talked about fear. And in Joshua... In that, in that small bit that I read to you from six to nine, God says to Joshua three times, be strong and courageous. So he knew that as Joshua stepped into the promised land, Joshua was going to be afraid. He knew that Joshua and, and the Israelites were going to face fears. He, he knew that they're going to face obstacles. They're going to face enemies that look bigger than them. They're going to face challenges that look bigger than them. And, and then he says to him, hey, meditate on my word. Follow the instructions, because if you do, 
you would succeed in all, all that you do. So he's telling them, I know you're going to be afraid. Don't be afraid. Be strong. Because look, listen, look right here. I've told you how to overcome your fear. I've told you how you're going to win. It's all in here. Just don't be afraid. Just come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to my book. Come back to me. So, and then what hit me was what is a promise? A promise is you telling someone that it's basically a, um, it's an advance of something that you're going, you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So what does a promise require? A promise requires faith. So basically the promised land is the land of faith. So when you step into the promised land, you are stepping into the land of faith. It means that everything that you need to achieve in that land is going to require faith. Everything that is going to be in front of you is going to require faith to overcome it, to accomplish it, to finish it. It's not the land of things that are being done. It's not the land of things that are already done. It's not the land of the past. It's not the land of the present. It's the land of the future. It's the land that requires faith to see the end. So you 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 gave another another key to the promised land too, and you didn't even realize this. I, I had I already had it wrote down, but then you said it again. So I, wrote, I circled it. So. And like I said, I know this 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 true for me and you were talking about it too as far as it for working out. <clears throat> but anytime that I feel like I'm in a place where I'm overwhelmed or like you said, fearful or afraid or whatever, it's something that I used to do that I stopped doing. And if I can trace it back, I can get myself balanced again. Mm. But that also comes with the discipline. And so you have to have faith and discipline right. in the promised land because your faith will keep you believing, but your discipline will handle your day-to-day. Because if you don't have discipline in your day, that's when your thoughts can run. That's when you just sit in the bed. That's when you eat anything. That's when you just, get, you know what I'm saying? It's easy for you to go down a path when you're not disciplined and say, like, okay, I know. I ain't get much sleep last night, but I gotta get up and do something. I gotta get up and work out, or I'm gonna get up and walk, or I'm gonna get up and write, or read my Bible, whatever. I gotta do something. Okay, now what I need to do next? Okay, okay. Look at my look at my money. Look at my bill. Okay, what can I pay? Who do I need to call to make some arrangements? Whatever, like that. Not for real. You gotta be disciplined. You gotta be disciplined because if you if you let it overwhelm you, it's harder to get out of that. That, that that feeling and it takes so much energy when you get overwhelmed that it takes so much more for you to to uh to change how you feel because if you get to a point and you get down and you get sad and you get depressed and you start to beat up yourself in your head and all that kind of stuff it takes a lot of energy away from you and you gotta stay balanced because it's named that God has for you, but it's also people that are connected to you too. Yeah. And when when the tech comes, and like I said, you're like where everybody, you know, with people in the Bible, the people that had the vision got attacked the worst for the most part. 
because if, if the devil can kill the person with the vision, the people that's connected to it, they fall apart. Yeah. That died too. So the person with the vision gonna get just like you think, man, we were talking about uh, like uh, I think the last episode or episode before about pastors and stuff, about what they go through. So if they are well flock or they leading people, the attack will come at them worse. Mm-hmm. Because if you attack the head, then everybody the dies. That's just like it's just like in a family. The attack is always on the father. The father, if the father go down, the enemy can get the family. Right. So it's always whoever in front. That's why people say, Oh, I want to be the man, I want to be a head. Okay. Just yeah, just know what comes with it. Yeah. Just know what you it's back to the opposite. Be careful what you pray for. Be careful what you pray for, because when you get in that role, you gotta be ready because it's coming to you. Right. You gotta right. understand. And it's and there's nowhere around if you want to elevate and, and get all of what God has for you, you have to know that the attack comes with that. It comes yeah. together. Yeah. It's not yeah. one or the other. It's built in, so you gotta have ways to deal with the attacks, and a lot of the attacks are internal, not external. Most of them are your own attacks on your own self. Yeah, and you have to understand where that comes from and why you're doing that. But it it usually always stems back to something that you forgot to be disciplined in, or you're not being disciplined in, and that's how you allow the enemy to come in. And it's not saying that we, you know, we all struggle with that. You know, I struggle oh, with for that. real? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, for real. That's, that's how it happened, though. And, like, when you stop and reflect, you're like, oh, man, I kind of got away from reading my Bible. Like, oh, man, I, yep, I did. Man, I was, you know, so you can, if you just stop and not try and overly think about, like, whoa, why did it happen to me? Like, okay, wait, what did I stop doing? What do I need to start by doing? You pretty much find where you stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you stop. Yeah. If you just if you just reflect on it. And I think that's what people have to do. It, it's not that we won't become overwhelmed or won't be fearful or won't become afraid. It's like you got to have things in place to balance that out. Yeah. Because if you don't, it's going to consume you. Yeah. It's funny. I was in the car this week and... Like I don't, I didn't know we were gonna go here, but this always happens. But I would say to my wife because we were talking about our goals for twenty twenty one, and um, you know, and that's something I would say if anyone listen to this, if you, if you are a husband or a wife, and you haven't sat down with your significant other and talked to openly about your joint goals and your individual goals, but your goals as uh, a couple of family, um, you need to do it, mm-hmm. do it. But when we were, we were sat down and we were talking and, and we, uh, we were actually, I, I said to her, nothing that we want to achieve is impossible. It just requires discipline. Mm-hmm. I said, they are all they are all new things for us. Everything that we want to we want to achieve is new, but it's all discipline. We want to be we need to learn discipline in our finances. We need to learn discipline in 
our um, relationship with God and and being commit, you know, having the discipline to read the word, the discipline of a family altar. Um, we need to be disciplined in our relationship to each other in terms of spending quality time together, making sure we don't break that mm-hmm. habit of spending quality time. It's not about, you know, writing every scripting everything and doing everything to a to a diary or to a schedule no it's about hey we haven't spent any quality time together this week what are we going to do don't let weeks go by where you don't spend quality time together and things like that don't let don't fall out of the habit of praying don't fall out of the habit of reading your bible don't fall out of the habit of reviewing your finances that is a major one don't Learn to review because that was some that's something I'm I've always been guilty of because especially when you're used to making money, you're just like, oh good, I'm good, I've got enough to cover that. I'm good, I'll I'll just do that. Oh yeah, I'll just do that. No, Uh so when you're trying to enter into something new and you know that hey, I ain't really got it like that no more, I ain't really got it like that. Or you have a major life change or something happens and you haven't got it the way that you used to have it. Right. Your finances require discipline because you have built up habits. And those are the things that you need to leave in the old land as you enter the promised land. Uh-huh. Leave them habits behind. And that applies to your health, your finances, your faith. Um, your business goals, whatever it may be, leave the bad habits and the old habits behind and become disciplined in the new habits. And the new habits are what we're going to see you through and sustain you. And that is why God encouraged Joshua, meditate on my word, internalize my word, make it part of you, make it something that, that you don't even have to think about it. It's become second nature for you to 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 know what scripture is required to help you and see you through a difficult time. Uh-huh. Now it so okay. So I'm gonna link some stuff that you said. So and, and it was something that that I've noticed is kind of like a theme over the years. So with vision boards a lot of times you look on the internet or you look at, you know, different advertising, whatever vision boards typically always cater or target women. So you see like women always have vision board parties and this and that going to come together. Do your vision party, turn up yeah. vision 2021. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, and I was being Kendrick had a conversation. I was like, but you'll never really hear like men getting together and doing vision things. Mm. Uh, and I was like, that's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially if in our role and a lot of what, what we are in society, what we expected to do is have the vision. Yeah. Well, well, why we ain't getting talking about the vision? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. There's a, there's a, there's there in, um, amongst, the world <laughs> there is a common saying that the man is the head of the house right but the woman is the neck right she the one that turning and where telling him where to look and where to go right 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 so 
That's why you found that women have taken on the responsibility of formulating the vision, and and they and they they they're them like, oh you know babe we don't we, you you don't want to do that babe you want to do this, and and the man's just like mm-hmm yep yeah that's and but the thing is you know as you say it's for the man it's not to say that a man defines the vision and then tells his wife she must follow right, 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 right. No. but he should be the one to say hey babe let's do our vision board mm-hmm. and he should be the one saying hey babe I think we should go for this what do you think about it and if mm-hmm. she you know if she trusts him she will be like cool I like that yeah. and I, I can get behind that and then they shape that vision together right and I, but I think the reason why is because we, as a society, we move away from a man having a vision, or men even thinking that they have a vision. It's like we just believe that we have to do what what's always been done. Vision is always something that's just different and in a different lane, and it, it encompasses a lot of different things and people too. People included in the vision too. And, and so I think it's because you're not taught that to mm. visualize that or to even think, you know, what could things be that that's not even in my environment right now? So I think just as a society, we've limited what vision looks like, especially like from, from a male standpoint. But what you said with the habits. And I read an article, I think it was an article by like a psychologist, psychiatrist about, you know, people, you know, not necessarily have bad experience with vision boards, but sometimes it can set up loftier expectations than what they're capable of. And 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 Arby was saying that it's better to vision yourself doing what it will take to get that instead of having whatever you want is the end goal. So you break it down in smaller. So like you want to write a book, you vision yourself writing. Or if you want to start a business, you vision yourself, yeah. you know, doing that. And that's that's an easier step. You can see yourself doing that. But when you see the completed thing, that's when people freezing like, oh, I can't, man, that's a lot. Uh, I yeah. Do all that kind of stuff. And, and that'll go back to the habits. And just with anything, anything that you do negatively, if you're going to stop it, you got to replace it with something else. It's just like people that's addicted to things or addicted to smoking. You have to have a different behavior to replace it. If not, you'll be addicted to another thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got to be able to balance it. You know, so if you're addicted to smoking and you stop, you can be addicted to, to eating and you can be overweight. Then. Yeah. So it's like the same thing. So you got to be able to express it in different ways. So it's like, yeah, that, that, it just, and I didn't really think about it till like the last couple of years about the vision boards. I was like, you know, never see, like, God, God, no, for real, for real. Yeah. And, and like, and like, well, why is that? You know, I, that was just something. Just, I've, yeah. I don't know many men that, that have vision boards. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, yeah. man, man. even, um, you know, even in when I was um, doing some co- corporate consultancy with mm-hmm. and 
talking to people about um uh in the this is in the past or whatever but talking to people about starting businesses and stuff and i, I would say to them well what's your what's your vision statement what what is your vision because we need mm-hmm. to come up with the, a vision statement mm-hmm. and then what's your mission statement how do you see yourself achieving the vision what what you know what are you going to do what is going to what what's the focus on your of your business to help you achieve in that vision mm-hmm. and just the concept went above a lot of men's heads because they they were just like well i just got this business and i'm and i'm going to become a millionaire and i'm like okay is that that's all this is about mm-hmm. and it's um yeah it for me men have kind of lost a lot of the focus on of what oh wait no 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 let me re- rephrase that the things that truly define manhood mm-hmm. have been made to look feminine and not manly mm-hmm. and i the reason i say that being compassionate is not deemed to be manly being empathetic is not deemed to be a manly trait being merciful is not deemed to be a manly trait being um perceiving and observant is not deemed to be a manly trait so there are so many things that a man should do and or a man is there are so many characteristics that a man needs to complete himself don't get me wrong a man does need the 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 warrior spirit a man is called to be a warrior is called to be a protector a fighter um a leader yes those are the other but like everything there is two there are two sides to a coin but we've right. we've only ever been shown one side of the coin and we've been told that that is what defines a man but you can't have a complete man without the other side of the coin and that's why a lot of men fail to either discipline themselves enough to not fall into temptation or discipline themselves enough to complete and achieve a goal and some of those that achieve the goal end up losing everything because they lack discipline and i'm speaking from experience this is not me getting that this is imperfectly human i am speaking from experience that i have been one of those men that i have not been disciplined enough to protect something that i have created and i lost what i created i'm not ashamed to say that that has been part of my story but let me be clear that my story is not finished right. and i needed to go through whatever journey and whatever pain and whatever things that i've been through to set me up for what is to come in the future because the lessons had to be learned so now i'm focused on discipline well how do i how do i achieve that i start small I start by learning discipline in the things that I can control. I start in the areas that where I have the authority to to 
define them. I define the things and I put discipline in place. I discipline myself to get up at a certain time. I discipline myself to read my Bible. I discipline myself to spend time with my wife. I discipline myself to work out. I discipline myself to, to accomplish whatever I set out to do in a day. And even if I don't, then I go back and I assess why I was unable to do it. You, I, you know, starting to put, be disciplined and regimented in how I do things to change the outcome. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. what, you know, that's you what's missing. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, now, so what you, what you were talking about is it speaks to what you value. So, and it goes back to kind of what we've been talking about with the wilderness and the promised land. In the wilderness, you have a certain set of values, but in the promised land, you have a certain set of values too. Now, a lot of us have values that came from, you know, our parents, our environment, but in our promised land, is wrapped in the values that we value, not other people told us the value. And I think what you were, what you were talking about, that's kind of the divide line between, you know, having vision and not having vision or learning how to have vision because you don't value anything or the things that you value are not valuable. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so often we put value in things that depreciate. And like right now, the thing that I really, at one stage, it kind of defined me. And then at this stage, it's like, I, I want to get away from it. It's like my car. And right. for the longest time, you know, I, you know, I just had like, I had like a Ford Taurus. I had like a little, another little car after that. And then, you know, when I got into my career, I'm like, I want my, career car. I want it to be so like, I'm pulling up, they're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I wanted a BMW, so I got it and, and then that started to define me. You know, like, oh, mm. BMW, that's that BMW. And now I hate that. I was like, because that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I really just want a truck now and stuff. So it's like, I've been trying to get out from under this BMW for so long because it's like, man, I just want to be just, I don't want that to define me because it don't. And people that know me know that don't define me, but yeah. for a while it did. That was like people introduction to me. They're like, oh, you, oh, you the one that got the BMW. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so now my values change. Uh, and just like you were saying, when you at a point where you're in transition, the things that you didn't think about as far as purses and stuff, now you're very aware of it and you value smaller things. Yeah. So for you to be able to go to the grocery store and get what you need and be able to eat and have food for the week, that's of great value. But before, when you didn't have to think about where the money was coming from or how much you could spend or whatever, you like, man, Whatever you want to get, you know, we get that and food be sitting in the refrigerator right. that was spoiled and all. Oh, we just go buy some new stuff. We go out to eat. And, you know, it's just like you didn't even think 
about that. Yeah. But now you really were like, don't you throw that away? Like what? <laughs> Better eat out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll make something with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you look, we got leftovers now. We're gonna put this in one of these containers and go right. And and so you make different decisions. And I think that so and I had thought about this with the title, and I was like, man. I think a subtitle would be like, uh, don't forget where you came from. Right, right. Like, when you get in the promised land, don't act like you just got everything. Yeah, don't act brand new. Yeah, you need to remember what you were doing because those things, some of those things from the wilderness will benefit you in the promised land. But if you just, just like how we are now in the world, Everybody like on oh, the vaccine. Everybody get vaccinated. We're gonna be able to get back out here in the world. Like, no, we not. We not. And people need to to know that. Yeah, we're not going to do that. But it's things in this lockdown period, in this pandemic period, in this that is teaching us how to live a real paradigm life. And for a lot of us, we needed it. We needed it because a lot of we just spend the money just randomly just doing stuff too much. Yeah. And God was like, I'm gonna shut it down. So look. A lot so, of us were wrapped up in idolatry. Right. Right. A lot of us had made idols out of the things that we were chasing, our careers, our cars, our homes, mm-hmm. our spouses, or that girl you trying to get with. Mm-hmm. Or that dude you're trying to get with. Whatever whatever it was, people had made idols out of these things. And their focus was not on, on the God that gives, but on the things that he gives. Okay, so, say, that again. Say, say that again. Say that again. So, a lot of people have made idols, and this was not on the God that gives, but on the things that he gives. Uh-huh. And again... I am someone that can openly, I'm not ashamed to say that over the last few years, God has had to take the scales off my eyes. Mm-hmm. It was like when he sent, when Jesus spit in the mud and made the clay and put it on, on um, the, the guy's eyes and, and said, mm-hmm. what can you see now? And and he had told him to go wash it off and he washed it off and he was like, oh, it's a bit blurry. I, I, you go do it again. Oh, oh yeah, and that's what it's been like for me. Like God has God has been slowly just pulling things down. Like, look, look, see that right there. You see, oh, so you're the only one in your house that drives, but you got a car for the weekend and a car for work. Really, really, dude. You spending that much on cars? Really? And I had made idols of these things in my life because I could afford to. And I'd always, and this is, it's funny because you say, you said, um, you said, you said something that, that, and and it makes me laugh because it's something I always say, don't forget where you came from. Uh And I'd always said, and I still believe it, even though I stepped away from it. When God gives overflow, the overflow is not for you. Right. 
But what we what we seem to do is like, hey, God has given me. I, I'm I'm right here. Oh, you can't see my hands. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Now God has given me overflow that 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 seems to be pouring out of this vessel. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy a vessel where the limit is here. Mm-hmm. So that overflow ain't gonna spill out no more. Mm-hmm. And if God, oh, oh, wait, God, because God, God, God doesn't give up on us. He still wants to use us. So he allows the overflow to come again. And you're like, okay, God, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a buy a bigger cup. So yeah. we keep trying to keep the overflow for ourselves. And I'm guilty of that because mm-hmm. when we, you know, when overflow first came into our life, I was about giving. Then slowly, hey, I'm going to buy myself a new car. And, and then suddenly there was no overflow to give. Mm-hmm. There was no overflow to help the people that I wanted to help, the poor, the sick. I couldn't give to charity the way that I wanted to give. And those are the things that God wants from us. God doesn't want the shiny, flashy suits, the shiny cars or the big house. That God isn't interested in that. What have you done for the sick and the poor around you? Because he said, the, the poor and the sick, you will always have with you. So... And then it made me think about one thing. It made me think about one thing. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize to our listeners right now because I was guilty of heresy. I took something of the Bible or I took something that was not in the Bible and basically made it as, and said it as though it was from the Bible. But I had to check myself. And, and this was revelation, um, this was revelation that came and you just kind of reminded me of it by something mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. but Oh yeah. When, Cause of what you were saying in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Now the Bible does not say that God will not allow us to go through more than we can bear. That is not what the Bible says. We have as Christians have taken what the Bible says and turned it and interpreted it as that. And we've said, oh, yeah, yeah, the Bible says that. No, in Corinthians, he says that there is no temptation that is too, that is, um, it's basically saying there's no temptation that is new and God is faithful. He will not be allowed you, he will not allow you to be tempted more than you can handle. Uh Meaning that you will be tempted by all sorts of things. He's talking about temptation. Now, when it comes to your tribulations, yo, there's no cap on that. Uh-huh. There, there's no cap on that. And we saw that with, we saw that with Joe. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Like, hey, Joe, you know, man. There was no cap on that. So I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where did I get that from? So I'm a, I apologize to the people because I, I repeated that as though it was, it was, it was, it was biblical text and gospel. No, it's not. I had to read, I had to check my mindset and I had to say, okay, God, I used to pray and get mad saying, you said you won't let me go through more than I can bear. Mm-hmm. No, what you asked for me is what you said to Joshua, be strong and courageous because you going to face some stuff. Oh, you going to see some stuff. Mm-hmm. You're going to experience some stuff. 
Uh-huh. And now that I'm experiencing the stuff, I'm acting brand new. I'm acting like you didn't tell me to be strong and courageous. I'm acting like you didn't tell me to be up in the word and meditate and be prepared and know how to deal with what I'm facing because I'm going to need the strength and the courage because I'm going to face giants. So we got to be real with what we're, what we are. Be careful what you are praying for. Be careful. Do not forget where you came from. Do not think that the overflow is for you. Stop acting brand new because when God gives you that overflow, there is a reason why he has given you that overflow. Live within your means live at where God needs you to need. That's why he says he will give you what you need. Give us this day, our daily bread. That is what you need. God will give you what you need to survive. He will give you what you need to sustain you. Suddenly we talk yeah. about, Oh God, give me some of what I need and some of what I want. Yeah. Nah. It, so you made me think about <clears throat> something that Keon, and, and I meant to send it to you uh, yesterday, but, you know, because I time different. When yeah, I yeah. Myself, like, oh, it's, it's different times. <laughs> I need to wait until the next day. So, uh, but he preached on, I'm grown, but he kind of touched on some of this stuff too. Uh, but he was saying that, um, and, and, it, and I think this is exactly what, both of us are right now and kind of what I talked about earlier. A lot of our career has been defined about what we do. But he said, when you going into the next level, he said, you're defined by what you refuse. And a lot of times when you're in transition, it's certain things you say no to that mm. people would think that you crazy for turning down. Right. Because it's guaranteed money. It's like, why wouldn't you take that? <laughs> and this benefits and why are you saying no? And, and then the next thing, like, well, what's your plan? Well, what you gonna do? But like, I don't know when the Lord give it to me. I, uh, I right, but right. I know this not it. But what goes into that and kind of like what we're talking about is what you value, but also <clears throat> the value that you put on yourself. So that's the transition where our value came <clears throat> came from what we did and not from who we are. Um, I'm, I'm getting my throat getting dry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take that drink. Take that drink because you, you're talking good. So the- yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, here you go. I came back. I was like, man, why did this happen? I, I ran out of I ran out of my drink. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's the that's the transition. We've been so accustomed to being able to tell people, oh, I do this. Oh, I'm, I teach. Oh, I, I, I'm a consultant. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. And God said, I'm going to strip all that away from you. Yep. And I'm going I'm to make you comfortable with you just being yourself and going into environments. And then I'm going to craft what I want you to do around it. You just go. But we've been so accustomed to be able to say here go my business card. Hey, this is what I do. Hey, 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 look yeah. at me. Look at this. Look what I got. Look where I live. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we taught to value ourselves. But now this value is trying to value ourselves the way God sees us. 
God sees us in a totally different way. And if we can start to see ourselves as he sees us, then it's easier for us to turn this stuff down. Yeah. Because we feel like, oh, God got something better. I, I appreciate it, but yeah. I, he, yeah. he got something better. Yeah. And that's that's where I got when I left my teaching job. I realized my value and I was able to <laughs> to refuse or decline what was certain to go into uncertainty, knowing that just me having something just to say I I do it or a title wasn't enough for me anymore. And that's how you know you should. And that's how you say, you know, that's when you mm. when you can say no to the thing that you used to say yes to. And I was like, yep, I, yep. <laughs> I know exactly what that is. And, and so that goes back to the overflow. And I agree. And that's a good visual, too. Is we always want the next big thing. Yeah. And that's and and I went into this year this year here with not a lot of goals because and for me I'm a super like goal setter. I used to do when I sat down, I had like goals and like each category in my life and uh, how many books I'm gonna read in the year, and I was like, I don't even know how to set goals like that right now because I don't know what guy got. <laughs> so like, right. I don't know. I don't even want to say that I got plans right now. It's just like, Lord, whatever you want. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm cool with that. I don't, and I, and and that's that's kind of where I was like, I don't even because I was saying I was like, what? I was like, I don't even know that I I want to do that. Like that this year. Yeah, I, I kind of just want to be like, Lord, however you want to do it, wherever you need, I, I'll go. Yeah, because when I do it, when I sit down and make all these plans and stuff change, and then it's just like, oh man, just I just was writing and writing stuff on paper and doing <laughs> doing graphics and. Getting pictures and Lord, this is what I want. And all the guys here, okay. Yeah, yeah. You see, the Nazi. When you do it, you you go into terrorist land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start. You start getting. Start crafting. Another. Bring it. Dial it back. Dial it back. So oh, yeah, so, yeah. So you know what I was gonna say. You know what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Um, an important point to make is lower your anticipation. Uh huh not your expectation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because God wants you to be expectant. Yeah. So be very expectant. Yeah. But don't anticipate what God is going to do. Because when you start to anticipate what God is going to do, you step into you. Uh-huh. Because you you start to say, oh, God is going to, I know this is coming. I know this is coming. Actually, you don't know what is coming. That is expectation. That is faith. That is saying, I know God is going to do something, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, that shouldn't, that, don't let it stop you from planning. Yeah. Because you are called to commit your plans to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. So, write, but write your loose goals, write them down. You know, not, I won't call them goals. Write, your dreams that he has inspired because every dream that you have is inspired by him. 
but let God put the priority order in place. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what my, that's what's happened with me this year that I wrote down. So I've got so many dreams of things that I want to be involved in, but I'm like, God, there's not enough of me to do all of these. I need you to put the priorities in place. And what I've started to realize is that God is slowly showing me, okay, for you to be who I need you to be. And because of the things that you are asking me for in this, in your life, you can't do that one right now. You're not going to be able to do that one right now. You're going to need to do this one right now. Hey, your family needs you to do this one because everything else is tied to this one. It will give them it. And it's not even about, um, and again, this is where I've had to change my, my mindset. And when I say my family need me to do a particular thing or a particular project, it's about setting a foundation that a shows my children what is possible when they dream and believe and go after what they are passionate about B um, giving my wife back an element of what she sacrificed for the children. So there are foundational things that are going to come from that, that I think eventually will birth other things. So, you know, God, I felt God was saying to me, no, focus on the foundation, focus on, on building a solid foundation that I can then build on. Let me help you build what is right. Then you can then go off and do the other things that you have, the, the, the other dreams that I've put in you, but take care of home first, take care of the foundation that will show and help your children and your family truly see what is possible. Mm-hmm. But all the, so all my, all my dreams are written down, but my vision board for 2021, I've tried to focus on the ones that I believe. Um, I've written down the ones that I believe they're the ones that I've called out that I believe God wants me to, to spend more time in. And some of them, some of them were like, man, that was not even on my radar. Yeah. I was like, God, I don't know why. I don't know why this one suddenly became a priority or whatever, but I'm going to trust you because right now I don't even know what that space looks like for me. I have no idea what that space looks like for me, but you said it. So I'm going to let you lead on how we do it. I'm just, I'm just here for the ride. I'm just, I'm just a passenger on this train. You, you, you got, you got the hat on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm, so that's what I'll say to you, Terrence, don't do the Terrence thing. Don't do that. Just be expecting. Yeah. Let, let, let God do the prioritizing. You just be expecting. No, that, that's good. I was thinking when you when you talk, I said, "Well, I'm getting excavated today." <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's, it's, no, but, but yeah, but it. I, I literally didn't really know how to approach it, just because I've done that, and I know that's a that's a habit of mine. Mm. Why? 
had these big elaborate things. Um, and then it's like, okay. And then I, I overextend myself. Right. Like you were saying, and, and the priority stuff is good. Uh, especially when you're a creative person, you know, and, and you understand it too. Yeah. Ideas come all day long, every day. So yeah. it, it, you never in a loss for an idea. Yeah. You know, some people like, I can't think of that. Like, I got, you want my ideas? I yeah. give you yeah. right now. Uh, but it's like the priority. And then that's the other thing too that I had to learn over last year is to delegate. So if I'm right. moving my promised land, I can't then be responsible for so many things. I have to then delegate it and or find people that can do pieces of what I do. So then I can focus on the main thing. Yeah. And I think that's 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 something for a lot of people is even when you have the vision, your vision comes with people. Right. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a line on us right now because I know where we're going and I feel so. While you were talking, the video and the audio started to started to to cut up as well. So I was like, "Ooh, God is telling us y- y'all put a pin in this." <laughs> All right. He's like, "Y'all y'all put a pin a pin in this. You can come back and talk about this in another episode." But um, no. But for, for on, on a serious note, this I think this is a this was a great way to kick off the new year. Um, I'm not going to front. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I've had revelations. Um, stuff you've said. I can't wait to actually just listen back to this and be fed on a, for a second time. So, um, yeah, no, it's been a dope, dope episode. I miss these conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, and yeah, I'm looking forward to, to where we're going to go over the, over this year. So, um, the usual guys, um, as usual, this Terrence and I will be, will be bringing these to you every Friday, 9am UK time GMT. Um, so for, for our listeners in the, in, around the world, uh, y'all got to do the, the maths and figure out what time that is. <laughs> Cause I don't know. <laughs> so I think that's like, what, that's like, uh, what, three, three AM, three AM your time. Wait, oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause we like, ahead. yeah, you right yeah. So yeah, so it'll be about three AM your time. Um, so, so when you wake up, when you wake up, it'll be up. Yeah, it'll be there when you wake up, man. Um, but yeah, we we wanna we we wanna just thank everyone that's been supporting us so, so far. Like I said, we are um, top. We are number thirteen, or was it number? What did I say last time? Number eleven, number thirteen. In the I know you were saying we were top third. I didn't know we had. Gathered. Yeah, yeah, we were. In, we we were. We were. Um, I'm. 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 I'm gonna get it right. Give me. A, give me a second. Give me a second. Um, because we are. We were doing numbers. But um, 
we are we're still we're still working our way up we are and i'm hoping for us to oh okay oh no my bad my bad we are i believe we're number 30 in the yeah that's where we are we're number 30 yeah because i know the last time you said 30 i'm like i'm like oh we moving up we in the team now oh yeah yeah yeah. so we we got to um oh so we actually because we've had the break Mm -hmm. we've dropped to 32 so come on, come on, guys! You push us back up, push us back up. We ain't trying to. We, hit like button. Yeah, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Do do your thing. So, yeah, like we said, we appreciate the support. Um, we are trying to rise up in that. Um, we are trying to get this out to more people. Share this with your friends. Share these. Share it with your coworkers. Share it with anyone that you believe could be encouraged by what we talk about. Um, Terrence and I are looking to do a number of impromptu live events. Um, uh, we were hoping to do some on Clubhouse. We're, we're still, we're, they ain't looking, they ain't looking likely. <laughs> but we are looking at some other platforms. We will be doing a monthly live uh, crossover or um, those things with um, iProgress. So, those are always amazing episodes. We can't wait to do another one of those. So that's going to be coming. We're going to keep those regular. Um, yeah, yeah we're, we're going to give you as much as we can this year. Um, so we just want to thank you for listening. I'm going to hit you with the socials. Um, catch me on dailyperspective.co.uk at dydaily on Twitter at dydaily on Instagram David at dailyperspective.co.uk um, Facebook Daily Perspective Network um, YouTube Daily Perspective Network um, yeah that's about it for the socials man we, we out here keep in, get in touch with us let's, uh, let's connect um, I'm, I'm, I like to talk to people I like to yeah. talk to people. So so hit us up. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to let everybody know if they didn't know, you know, they can they can catch us on YouTube. Uh so definitely if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, definitely do that. Uh, yeah. what's the what's the handle uh on YouTube for for the podcast? Uh so I would say until you get to about uh, a certain number of s- subscribers, you can't have a specific handle. Um so the easiest way to find us is just to, in your search bar, just put type in Imperfectly Human Podcast and we pop right up. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, if you if you want to watch it instead of listening, listen to it uh, and you can see that we're real animated. So, mm-hmm. you might want to watch it. If you only listen to us, you want to watch it because it, we have a good Different time. experience. <laughs> it's a different experience. We have a good time. So, definitely do that. Um, Definitely for me, um, committing myself to actually uh, completing this writing that I'm doing. So look for medium articles coming from me. Um, I'm saying it on here so I can have accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been working on my like medium profile and I'm trying to get like profile pictures and all that kind of stuff together. So um, I'm working on that. 
also um, really working on getting life excavation off the ground for myself uh, this year. I kind of did some things, some one-off things, but I'm really trying to get deeper into that because I believe that's where that's what God has called me to, um, and to really help people get on their path to purpose. So uh, I'm creating like landing pages and all that kind of stuff where you can book like intro uh, intro session yeah. or official sessions with me. So definitely that's. I, I miss helping people. Uh, I don't necessarily want to be somebody therapist, but I do want to help people yeah. in a way to get to their purpose. So um, that's really where I'm, I'm trying to go now um, and look for some more things coming from us with our progress. Uh, we are going to have our life labs uh, coming up soon. Uh, the first one will be, um, I think it's going to be either loving you before loving someone else or converse with couples or Kendra might do both I'm, I'm not sure but get into those and so that's the way you can be taught how to better your life right um, and we giving a, giving you the tools to do that so look out for that and um, and yeah so then the 2021 is going to be a, a year where we uh, are a lot more um, smarter with our time. Yeah, trying to do so much work, we get get a lot of work to the people, uh, but repurpose things. So, so if you so don't expect from our progress for us to do a lot of new lives like we did last year, um, you will see a lot of some of the things that we did last year kind of repurposed in different ways because we got like over 60 videos from last year mm -hmm. so we got a lot of content that nobody has seen yet for the most part so we're trying to really get more people to connect with that and give ourselves a, a break and reach out <laughs> to do some yeah stuff. yeah no <laughs> for real so, so yeah so because it was up to a point I was doing three recordings a week for when did we start like uh August or so? Yeah, yeah. So from from so from about summer. So yeah, that's like yeah. six six months straight. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's was, a lot. That's a lot, yeah, man. Yeah, I was doing I was doing three records. I was doing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, that's a lot, man. <laughs> I'm 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 doing I'm doing Tuesday Tuesday and Wednesday and I'm like, ooh <laughs> So if you throw another day into that, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why I need to do. Because that was the first. That's really the first break. That was the first break I had from the podcast, and I was in January. Yeah, so I went January almost to the end of December recording something every. Every yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. so, so I had to sit it back for a minute. So yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Definitely, and like I said, me and David, we're gonna talk about some stuff too. Uh, so I got some ideas to kind of help grow um, this, um, as well as kind of like the, the network as well. Yeah, but more and more people need to um, get connected to it. But it's also, I think, it's things that we're learning that I think can be taught to other people too. For sure. So, 
Um, so yeah, I got some ideas. Yeah, no, that's dope. So we'll, <laughs> we'll talk offline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up the way we normally do, and we are gonna remind you that Christianity is a personal walk and relationship between you and God. You are not, will not, and never will be perfect, but that's okay. God loves you and wants you to come just as you are. His grace covers all. Live free from condemnation and do not crucify yourself. Be renewed by the grace of God through Christ Jesus and become who you were created to be. And with that said, this is Mr. Daly signing off. This is Dr. Johnson. And we out.